This is No Pink Spandex, episode 150, for Tuesday, August 28, 2012. Hello, everyone. Lisa J here, and uh, we have a very special guest. Along with myself, we got Tristan in the house. Hey, Tristan. What's up? What's up? <laughs> He's a little shy. It's fine. It's fine because we have a special guest. Uh, he is known as Cole from Wild Force and also Decker from Power Ranger Samurai. Please welcome Rick Medina. Hey, Rick. Hey, what's up, everybody? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing really good. I'm doing really good. Today has been more of a chill day for me. We're relaxed. Uh-huh. Yeah. So let's start out from the very beginning. Um, let's start out with, because, like, you know, we don't really know a lot about you. So you're a little bit of an enigma. And uh, so let's start out, like, let's say your childhood. How were you growing up? Growing up was good. Growing up was good. I had, like, you know, close to family and uh, always supported me and what I was, anything I've ever, you know, aspired to do. They've never been the type to, you know, bust on my dreams. And so I, for that, I thank them. And that's probably why I am where I am today. The acting business is pretty difficult. And, and you definitely have to have a warrior's mentality and you definitely need your family's support because, um, there's no guarantees in this business. So just to work one day is great, you know, let alone on a series. So it's definitely been, you know, life changing and I uh I guess so it's I guess it's cliche when you say like you owe it all to them, but I guess, you know, in this case I do, you know, because without them I would have quit this biz a long time ago. So yeah, but yeah, growing up was great and uh uh there's still they're still, you know, uh, my parents are still alive and healthy, which is great. And I grew up here in L.A. Um, so, I mean, I was basically brought up around, you know, Hollywood, Tinseltown, and I was always really into watching television as a kid. Uh, you know, so when I was watching TV, I always, you know, um, that was my chance of escaping. And, you know, I, I was really influenced by that little magic box. Mm-hmm. And I had to uh, really pursue when I got out of high school. Started modeling a little bit, and after high school, um, I kind of realized I didn't want to model. I wanted to maybe pursue acting because I just felt like I duh, like I had some talent, something. I just felt like I had something to offer this universe somehow. And I pursued acting, and it was very difficult for somebody who like has like a you know, self-diagnosed, I guess, ADD. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, it's hard for me to really be focused on things unless it's really, really, like, uh, entertaining or unless it's visually stimulating. But, yeah, long story short, yeah, that's from L.A. I've been in this business for basically half my life. Um, and that's it. <laughs> what was your first acting job? My very first acting job was on days of our lives. I have this under five, it's called under five, you get 
like under five lines basically. And I I uh, I played on a, like a, a bully with some other guys with the main actor um, on the show. And I guess the main actor uh, she was involved in high school gambling, and I was like one of the enforcers. <laughs> I was, you know. Like, one of the enforcers, and we had to, you know, uh, collect, collect a fee on on the on the other, you know, main actor of the of the series, and uh, that was my first job. It was really really fun, and it, I remember when it came on about thirty days later. Uh, I remember just um, hearing myself was really weird, you know, for the first time. Seeing yourself was cool, but. So you you know we've seen yourselves you know on videotapes and stuff like when you hear yourself coming out that box that's a that's a, that a wild experience. But yeah, my first job around, I was around I'd say acting wise I'd, um probably like nineteen eighteen still. So yeah. What other roles did you get before Power Rangers? Um. After or before Power Rangers, I've done stuff like um, I'm trying to think what's before and what's after. Um, after that, I did. Uh, I have to look at my resume. Girl, got me on the spot. stuff. But yeah, I mean, I've done a couple things here and there. I've done some independent movies. I also did some. Uh, I played like a cop. And one um, detective specifically, and you know, so I mean that that kind of just like set me up for the whole like you know uh, for I guess everything, but uh, it specifically set me up for like Power Rangers. I was able to like meet some people, and and I heard about you know the auditions, and I had the audition like everybody else for the job. But um, what were yeah. the auditions like for Power Rangers then? Pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Like, uh, I, I I kept auditioning. I think I even auditioned for Time Force for maybe the Quantum Ranger, and I don't even remember seeing like Daniel Southworth. I think it's a, that's a full name. If I mess it up, I'm sorry, Daniel. Don't beat me up. <laughs> but, no, I just uh, I remember seeing him. I'm like, oh, he didn't get this. I could tell already <laughs> when I was like in the meeting waiting to read. And that was like the first time I. I I was on the second time I read for a, a role, and then the first time was maybe for either Red, which was Jason Fawn. He did a great job. You know, you know why after everything is said and done, you know why. Um, um, you did, you didn't get it as an actor because you know, you just have to know when people fit it better than you. So uh, I'm glad I got Wild Force. It came in as, as you know, it was basically they knew who I was based off my prior reads. They just weren't sure if I was right in the past for those roles. And then when Wild Force came along, still had to earn it, but ended up reading for it. And, um, yeah, I got it. And that was basically my first real, real yes. Everything else was, you know, um, um, was small parts, you know, small little things, um, independence, you know, plays, stuff like that. But commercials, you know, that's one thing I did before Power Rangers Brothers back up. I did like a Reebok campaign, and it was for like a Reebok core board. And I guess it was this like thing that they were going to put into the gyms uh, in the aerobics room where it's like this stairs, 
it's a step where you actually step on and step off, but it gave, it had some kind of recoil. So it was harder to just step on. It was weird apparatus. So we did like a commercial for it. And then we had to go on a tour to different health expos across America. And we'd have to like be the models and stand on it and show how it's done. And, uh, so that was some stuff I would do like before Power Rangers, but definitely Power Rangers was my first yes. Oh, okay. And then um, your first day on set, what was that like? First day on set, it was cool. It was cool. I, I, I think everybody was just like so excited just to just to start working because we knew we, we booked a job and we were you know, training for like weeks uh, with, you know, the office stunt teams of the show. They're the ones that kind of just prep us and, you know, every, every color, every, uh, you know, every theme, every year there's a new theme and there's a new, obviously a new cast. So they have to just let us know, you know, this is, you know, how the Red Ranger would stand. These are, you know, you know, and they would constantly instill that, you know, you're the Red Ranger. This is, this is how, would handle this just in that so they had a lot of preparing and then when so it was just a lot of anxiety for me just really wanting to hurry up and just start this already you know and uh so like you know you booked it you know you got it so you've been working on it just now just want to like like football players you just wanted to play already because you know practicing but it was really really cool man my first day on set because it was it validated all my hard work, you know, all the all, and it validated the fact that I I can do this and I should be in this, I am supposed to be in this place, at this point and and and, and never giving up. It's crazy, you know. <laughs> crazy Famous last much. words. <laughs> um, no, was there I, anything? Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, I like Power Rangers. It was a perfect. It was I was a fan first, and it was a perfect job for me. Um, the, the perfect uh, yes, you know, for me because I didn't have to carry the show. I was co-starring with other actors, so the whole, you know, um, the whole show wasn't about me. So it was just less, as an acting standpoint, just less stress in general. And on top of that, I learned obviously martial arts. I learned how to do green screen stuff, and I learned how to do, um, you know, like. Uh, ADR at the voiceovers when the show's all cut up. We had to do post-production stuff. You know, I learned how to work, obviously, with the team of other actors. That's something when I was growing up and I wanted to do this business, I didn't know, I didn't think of. I just was thinking about me wanting to, you know, be an actor and to make it, but I never thought about how it was to, like, get along with other actors and deal with them. But, uh, well, that's it. I mean, so, I mean, you know, Working with them was amazing, and I learned so much from the other actors. And I know the very first day, we all we were all so uh, excited. We had like two teams, an A like an, an A group and then a B group that produced the show. And usually, like the B groups, they do like all the stunt stuff, and then the A group usually do like all of the main stuff, like the, the in-house, the stuff that's done in the studio, not the stuff like the B group, how they're out doing like exterior shots. So, you know, you, uh, for me on my first day, I was by myself. We shot like, um, you talk about Wild Force. So yeah, on my first day, I was like in Malibu and then in, in, up, up in the woods in Malibu Creek State Park and 
they had a bunch of extras there. My first day was a night shoot, and they had the scene where, like, Cole was given his crystals. So it was just a really crazy experience for your first day. You had all the costumes and all the extra that everyone staring at you. So it was fun, man. I had a great time. But yeah, my first day I was alone. The rest of the Rangers, they were all together on another group, probably working, I don't know, probably working in the studio or maybe even home sleeping since it was a night one. Then they were probably working there the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And um, did you find, throughout shooting, did you find um, any difficulties um, with shooting, um, working long hours, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, everything. It's like it all happens, just like in any other job or any other thing. Long hours, uh, there's ups and downs. You kind of get annoyed with people because, you know, you're working long hours and you're always around them. So there's like a family ups and downs. You just try to stay, you know, professional and as much as you can and got to get the job done no matter what. It's just crazy. Like, like when we watch something and it's, uh, it takes like 10 seconds on film, but you know, it, that could have taken all day to shoot, you know, and it's just crazy. Like how much work into this stuff and how fast it goes by. And our minds just process it, and it's just, I trip out off that all the time. No, I'm just like, we, we got along great, man. And sometimes we would, you know, piss each other off. That's just the way it is when you're on a show and you got a bunch of alphas on the show. I definitely wasn't at, you know, 21 or whatever I was, age when I was there. I took the show really, really like serious and I always forgot it was a kid show. I figured this was like an adult show. I I knew what it was. I just didn't look, approach it like that. I took the show very serious and I know the guys on the show and the girls on the show took it took it serious as well and that's because you take it serious, you're very passionate about it and then we have opinions. So, you know, sometimes they they bash and then other times they didn't but that's just that's part of just, you know, being like a said pro and just getting it done. Was there and any moments? All... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just said we all learned a lot. Yeah. I was asking, was, was there any moments of like friction, like on the set, like in the middle of a scene or something, or, you know, things never... just weren't working out? No, never during the scene. Never during the scene, obviously. You know, there would be times like, like anyone else, sometimes we actually like are each other's shots, and then the other actors say, "Hey, you're kind of like creeping in, my, in over my mark a little bit, taking out the shot." And then, but usually you already know because you got somebody coming up to you like from the other side of the camera, and they're telling you the same thing. Right. And that's what I say, communicate. I know. Um, for me, I had, my biggest thing is I was fast, man. I was, I was really, really fast. I had to slow down a little bit. <laughs> that was my little issue that they had on me. Like, man, can you just slow down a little bit? Because you were just burning away from the group when we would run you know, to something. <laughs> I was just I was a girl as well, and I can't keep up. So I'd have to just slow down a little bit. And I had to, I didn't slow down to me for a while. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, there's, you 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 are definitely going to have to up and down when you're on a show and you're there for like 15, 
16-hour days, six days a week, five days a week, you know. So, like, uh, except for on Samurai, I was wild. I was really on my own. The whole, like I said earlier, like, like how there's two units, same thing in New Zealand, there's two units, and I was basically by myself. Decker would basically, was looking at, like, pieces of tape that were different colors, and those represented the Ranger colors. <laughs> and they would be like, okay, and this piece of tape right here is like a monster up here, and then the tape would show up on a tree. And I was like, oh, wow. So definitely this requires you to have a, a creative imagination. It requires you to have the ability to, like, to see things even though they're not there because they're just pieces of tape, you know. And so, yeah, man, on, on the New Zealand cast, I wish I could have hung out with them more. But Becker wasn't definitely a part of that, doing his own thing. Great, great chance, though, to have a lot of alone time. I had, got a chance to see a lot of New Zealand. I wasn't stuck in a, you know, in a sound stage. I was actually out and about. So I had a really, really good time out there. How did you get the role of Decker? Um, just like, you know, all those years later, what is it, eight years, nine years later, um, there's an, um, from what I was told, um, I can't confirm it, but I was told that, like, my name came up on, like, the breakdown that they were looking for me. Uh, I, I can't confirm that, I doubt it. But based off of that, I made a phone call going, hey, man, you know, I'm big to call. I'm like, is you guys looking for me to an old agent? And then the old agent kind of confirmed, yeah, we are looking. Uh, there is something out there. People are looking for you. And he kind of just sealed it all up took care of everything else, made sure uh, what was going down. And I had to, after that, come on in and, and audition and earn the job. Like everybody else, they wanted to make sure I still had it. You know, and I had to earn it. So you had to earn it all over again, even though you worked on the show before. I like that, though. I liked it. I, I was completely all for it. kind of kept me on my toes. Nothing's just given to you. You have to make sure you earn it, you know, and but I was obviously a little confident going in because of the past experience, you know. So obviously I knew I had got this. So all you got to do is just give it to him. So, yeah, man. Originally, Becker was going to be Juzo, was his name. J-U-Z-O. That's the Japanese character's name. I don't know what that was, if his name was Juzo, but they were going to call me Juzo. That was kind of cool. And then um, at the last minute, they changed it to Decker. But that, I thought that was cool, too. <laughs> yeah. And is it true you have a tattoo of of the sword on your arm? I got, I got Decker. I got Decker on my arm. I got it in Thailand when I was there in December. I go to Thailand a lot. But, yeah, I got it done there. And it's um, a, a piece of art that a fan emailed me. A pose of Decker with with a muscle, right? And the, the sword looks like it's coming at you. So I just, uh, I don't know, whenever I'm in Thailand, I like to get a new tattoo there. So I got it on my shoulder. So I'm definitely, you know, Deckified. You, you're definitely a fan. That is true. Yeah. You were definitely a fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm def- you know, I, I, exactly. Yeah, that should prove it to you. I'm a fan. I, I remember, man, I remember, like, doing, being on season 10 was a wild experience. It was, like, the end of, I think, Fox 
like half of our season was like on Fox, and then the other half was like to like yeah. Disney. And it's almost like they didn't know what to do with us. Like as soon as they took us to Disney, they didn't know what were the Disney itself. They didn't know what to do with us, and it was just weird. And then like as far as a production standpoint, it was weird because they weren't nice to us. Production like the costume ladies and people weren't treating us with respect. And I don't know if it's because it's Power Rangers and because you're only there for a year and not. Like, they're not going nowhere. You know, they've been there for 10 years, some of them. And then for them to know that the show is moving to another um, country, country like New Zealand, and, and they're all losing jobs, they were taking it out on us. That's how we felt on Wild Force. We were like, damn, what did we do? You know, I wonder if the other season cast on the other seasons were treated like this. So, I mean, it was, it was like I said, it was our first real yeses. So we didn't know. We took it for what it's worth, but we all had a little bit of job experience to know that you're treated a little better, you know. So it was wild. It was really, really wild with them losing their jobs and that frustrations, and then, um, uh, you know, the show itself, um, halfway through just going to different networks. And then, um, so that was always really crazy. But it, like I said, it set me up, man. It set me up for the rest of what I'm trying to do here in my life. I'm not quite done with this business yet. You know, and uh, I feel like my career is going to be a little bit later in life. Hopefully not too much later. But that's when I'll peak out. I'll hopefully hit my big break. I'm trying to do motion pictures right now. That's what I'm about. You know, um, yeah, you know the idea of like them giving you a script, you know, six months, you get to dig into it, explore that for six months, and then the value suitcase, I'm all about that. So that's what I'm about. I'm pretty like pretty selective nowadays on what I even go out for, to be honest, because it's just so crazy. You know, it's just, you know, it's just like cattle call. They don't even know what they're looking for. They'll just send everything out there. So I'm pretty specific, man, on what I want to go out for, what I audition for, and what I actually invest my time and energy into doing because if I feel I'm not going to get this, I'm not going to like even try. I'm just honest. I've been in this acting business too long. So that's usually how I handle it. Uh So the smartest way for me to make it, you know, but for me, you know, I I read an audition and the breakdown, and if I don't feel like I can get this, then I'm not going to bother. But some actor will be like, yo, I'm going to do it. That's my job is to act and make him believe it. All right, good luck, but that's not not me. I have to live literally feel it, you know, has to really, have to really believe in it, and then I'll put everything into it, and, and really, you know, that ADD will kick in, and then it's hard, if I'm not interested, and forget it, you know, so, it's pretty tough for me, but I love this business, I don't see myself doing anything else, obviously I'll do other jobs in the meantime, and other passions of mine, I'm lucky enough to have, like, personal training business, stuff like that, that pays the bills, but, um, oh, you have yeah, a personal training business? You're a personal trainer? Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I've been doing, basically. How I, that's how I live. That's how I survive is, you know, um, how I have a boot camp at that, you know, Runyon Canyon up here in, the, in Los Angeles, if anybody knows, on Sundays from 1 to 3. That's, I'm all just donation-based. So you just donate it to a Rick Medina bank account. <laughs> but I start, what team is a bank account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Who do you donate to? Like, oh, Rick Mathena's bank account? That's what I donate. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I have, like, a, I have a, a boot camp for that, and then I do office one-on-one, private fitness and wellness, you know, which is, uh, you know, obviously uh, keeps up most of my time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, acting is something I continue to always do, and I, I think, man, like, eventually... I'll be doing a movie with Tom Cruise eventually. Maybe play his guy. <laughs> you don't play his son anymore. I can't say that no more. I grew up at that phase. Maybe his I could brother. play his like, half-brother or something. Half-brother. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I did a little research. You're right? Because, you know, I can't go into this too blindly. You know, yeah. and there were some things on the internet that I did see. And uh, one included... Uh, you being a male entertainer oh, yeah, for, yeah. Uh, part of the Hollywood men. And yeah, so, I've been okay. Uh, and how, how long were you with them? And then when did you quit? Uh, I quit every time I booked Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, I, was, I was dancing uh, with the... Uh, Hollywood men, first of all, Hollywood men is definitely gave me the confidence to even be an actor. Uh, it was a great experience. I traveled all over the world. I was with Chippendales Europe. I got 20 years old. I got with those guys. And it was just a weekend gig, which is just still going on in, 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 here in Los Hollywood, California. It's been going on for like 16 years. But yeah, man, I, I've been with them and it was a weekend gig, made great money, traveled. It's just like that movie. I'm not even gonna lie. That movie, uh, Magic Mike. Magic Mike. Magic <laughs> Mike. It's just like that. It's not even, and I haven't even seen the movie. So for me to say that, I just know based off the trailer. It's just like that, you know. The girl goes in going, you know, the girl goes in seeing a guy and they're like, that they like, and she goes to his show. And it's serious there, you know, in those four walls, like, they're like kings there. And um, what happens in those four walls is crazy. You know, it's, it's like amazing. You'll see the worst out of women. But um, I, I did that show for about, I was with Hollywood Men until I got back from New Zealand. And after New Zealand, I got back and I'm like, you know what, there's just no money in it. I'd still be dancing right now. If there was money, but ever since the economy hit in 07, 08, money was gradually going down, and I was, came to a point for me like it just wasn't worth it anymore, you know, to dance and to work. It still worked. You know, it was a two-hour show. Hollywood Man, if you guys never checked it out, let's go to hwman.com, hwman.com, and you can check it out. But it's a, it's a fully a choreographed show for, for ladies only. And the guys have jazz hip hop experience, and it's uh, you know, group acts and solo acts, and cowboy and vampire. That was my act, and officer and gentleman acts. And, uh, so, man, that, so that dancing really did set me up for to do um, acting. It gave me the confidence. That's what I think, because I started acting late after high school. You know, I wasn't in it like when I was a kid. So, it really set me up. It really helped me, gave me the confidence. So I definitely uh, owe a lot of everything to that. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just a little curious. 
Like, so, uh, so <laughs> what was what was the craziest thing that would happen with your entertainment? One year in Romania, we danced for four thousand girls. We toured in Romania, and that's like where Transylvania is, and Dracula. And we were out there, like Eastern Europe. Long story short, was, that was the biggest, that was the most girl I've ever performed for. And we were out there, and we went there as not the Hollywood men, but we went there as Europe. I'm sorry, as um, Chippendales. So they were like, they haven't seen Chippendales since like the '80s, so they thought we were the real deal. Like, so they treated us like, like God. It was crazy. Like we had like. Uh, Armed security from the airport. It, it, we had police reports to everywhere we went. Like, if I had to go to the bathroom, the security would come in. I, I kidding me? They, I felt like I was Michael Jackson. That was crazy. But yeah, man. Um, like I said, man, if you could take your clothes off in front of like four thousand girls, then you could easily act in front of a few, you know, dozen people. Not that big a deal. So that's, it really set me up. They got me over my own little insecurities that I had, that's for sure. And loosened me up, that's for sure. And, um, yeah, so when I when I booked Power Rangers, they, uh, um, production of Power Rangers must have known or not cared that I stripped because they hired me again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. I'm just like, they do have internet. So, okay, yeah. I guess they're fine with it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, I, like, I never brought it up to them when I found my job, but, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course. I was surprised myself, to be honest. When I booked the job, I go, any day now, I'm going to be fired. I told myself. <laughs> and, like, the whole season went by, I never got fired. And then, you know, 10 years go or eight years go by, whatever Samurai goes, that's what I'm trying to say, is it comes to Samurai. And um, I'm like, damn, I'm dancing again, too. You know, and, and this is now, there's Facebook, and my face has passed up since then. There was no one, I was on Wild Force, there was no, like, uh, MySpace. We could talk about that, the whole other topic, as far as me and, and, um, Get you know being able to be accessible in the past. How why I'm such mystery or name like you said, it's because I just so so behind on tech. Remember was really into it. Just I just got the smartphone less than a year ago. Smartphone talking to idols. Don't even have a computer. You know, <laughs> it's like this is my only source of you know internet right here. I've just never been into it. So especially back in '02, we didn't have MySpace or anything like that. And if we did, I wasn't into it. That's for sure. So I had no way of really, like, interacting with my fans. I wish I did. This second time around with Samurai, I'm so lucky to have it. This forum where you could, uh, you know, interact and, 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 and hear things. It's funny. You definitely learn a lot about yourself, and it's very humbling when you read forums, that's for sure. You mentioned before about um, dancing helping you with your insecurities with acting. So um, yeah. what particular insecurities did you have? I felt like I was always, at, in school when I was young, I, I was, I hit, I, I was, a, I could never, you know, like raise my hand and answer questions. I always, you know, had a soft voice. I had a, a fear of public speaking, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. You know, I just, had a fear of all the uh, eyes on you. I would freeze up and climb up. So I had to really 
I, I mean, dude, good luck. If you want to be an actor, right? You know, like, but I had to really deal with that. So I remember um, I was working at Dolly Total Fitness, long story short. Hated it after, like, three years of working with the company, just over some memberships, over all that. And all the girls were, you know, go, oh, my God, a Hollywood man here. Oh, my God, a Hollywood man here. And I'm like, dude, who, who are these guys? So I basically asked them for a job, and they were so cool. They could have been haters, but they weren't. They got me a job as a waiter, because there you have to earn your way up. So you mm-hmm. have as a waiter. And, you know, and when there is an opening, when a guy either retires or quits, which is very rare because no one's going to leave, want to leave that job. So only six guys on that Hollywood manage cast um, leave, then you could work your way up. And that's basically how I did it. And I started as a waiter and, um, and worked up as a dancer. And let me tell you, I was not even a dancer. I could not dance a lick. I mean, how how I did that. <laughs> I'm the worst dancer. They put me in a group number in the, in the middle, but in the back where the lights aren't that good. Or next to the smoke machine right there. That's where they would put me. <laughs> and it was pretty funny. I was known as a walker. I would just kind of use slower songs and just kind of feel it. But it, man, let me tell you, it was, it was stripping redefined. That's the only way I could say it. It's like, it was stripping, but the, the girls would forget it. You know, we would have elaborate costumes. And we would all go down to like sexy underwear. None of them got butt naked. No butt naked. No butt naked. <laughs> oh, so you know, no, no full frontals. No nothing. <laughs> that look like the ones that like Europeans would wear on the beach. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like I custom made stuff. So yeah, uh-huh. I felt like it was awesome. Yeah, I felt like it was amazing. So uh, I loved it. I, I, like I said, I'd still be dancing right now if the money was good, but it's just not as good anymore. Not worth it. So that's I it. Got I got Black. you. So let's lighten up a little, a little. And um, anything from either um, Wild Force or Samurai, any funny stories, moments, anything that comes to mind? Um, Samurai, it would have to be, <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, some stuff I can't share, it's just going to have to stay in-house, you know, but like, basically, like, we were, we were troublemakers, that's all I got to say, we ran up that country in New Zealand, we were troublemakers, it was, it was, it was awesome, I mean, we were, uh, especially Naji, me and Hector, um, we were obviously real professional, and when we were at working, we had to be, you know, we had a job to do, but our mischievous antics would happen, you know, um, off the set. A lot of a lot of us lived really close together. Um, I think even Najee and Hector, and I think for a while, even the Gold Ranger, Stephen, my Skyler lived with them. Everybody lived in a house together. So it was just a bunch of pranks, and you know, messing with their call times. I know I was, I was, uh, I love to drill the lock of their room, drill it and face it and switch it on them when they weren't there. So when they would fall asleep, I would lock them in their own room and then, <laughs> and their alarm would go off and they would, they would have to be on set and it just, that would be awesome. Little things like that we would do, you know? And, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, on um, well, Wild Force days, 
Waterford days, that was, uh, that was fun. It's such a long time ago that I can't, I'm trying to remember something good that actually we did to each other, but I really can't. Just, all, I, all I really remember is just like, um, you know, me and Blue Ranger and Black, it was Jack Guzman and Philip. And it was more us three were always, you know, cracking jokes. And we had, we had this, uh, we had this, um, we had to share these like trailers all the time, and we had to uh, at any moment we could just open up the trailer to one sheet trailer by removing the room, the dividers. So we would just basically have like little like dance contests, and they I used to dance and stuff. So they used to, used to break it down, they used to break it down. They used to, used to show, you know, little bit show, have loosen them up, you know, loosen them up for the ladies a little bit. So yeah, we would just have a little dance contest. They would bust out their their moves, their, their popping and stuff, and I would do my thing. So that's what I remember, just doing stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I definitely have a lot. I'm a lot more closer if I had to take a pick. With would be with uh, Samurai. Uh, I, you know, a great bunch of kids. Uh, uh, we worked really, really well together. It was fun. You know, I really, I really was really close to them, you know, and I can't wait to see them again. Hopefully we'll be able to do more work together, um, you know, like as far as moral conventions and stuff like that where we could actually interact and reminisce about stuff. So you didn't, I mean, I mean, we just had Power Morphicon and you um, recently met up with uh, some of your wild course, uh, wild course, wild force cast. Um, okay. So did so before then? Did you guys keep in contact at all? A little while in the beginning, but like life, kind of like high school, sometimes you get swindled away. And you know, we were talking about that. We're like, yeah, we gotta stick together. We gotta definitely um, because we share something that no one else could really like understand. Part of a family of its own, you know. So. We made a point now to, um, to you know, exchange each other's contacts, and I've already like found them on you know, Facebook and Twitter. So with all those forums, obviously we'll be able to stay in contact too. But why we didn't stay together, I don't know. With Wild Force, that is. For a little while we did, and then I think things just changed. The way life is, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we were, you know, we didn't meet. Um, in the in the world of work, in the world of acting, so you know it is what it is. So let's go down. Let's go down the list. What I usually like to do is when we have somebody on, we mention a cast member, and then you just give like either a word or a little anecdote or anecdote. <laughs> um, you give a little, you know, a little short story of of that reminds you of them. So are you down? Are you cool? You're ready? Yeah. Okay. So let's first start out with um let's start out with Jack Guzman. I love that guy. I love him. I'm so glad that he chose him. He was actually um a late cast casted late. We had another black arranger that that year and he was released. He was let go. Um before shooting, like he did the whole two, three weeks of training with us. But I guess goes to show you, just because you had, you got it, doesn't mean you got it. You know, it's weird because they let him go. I don't even know why. They don't tell us he's just not there no more. He was not. Do you, do you remember his name at all or no? 
Oh man, if I I don't, I don't. Okay. Yeah, yeah but but you know, so when we met Jack, he just over we we lost this guy, and then here's this new guy. So we were like a little bit weirded out. We're like, who is this guy? You know what I'm saying? We're a little. <laughs> and then, but he was so nice, you know, and and he was like our big brother. He was like the oldest person on the show, basically. So he was so nice from Miami. Um, so we had that Spanish vibe, and I'm Hispanic, so we could relate. We had that, you know, that thing, that Spanish thing. That Latin heat. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but I'm talking about like, uh, you know, what I'm saying I'm talking about more just chemistry, Hispanic, Spanish blood. We could like, relate, you know, how it is. But uh, I like him a lot. He's really, really nice. He has a big heart. Okay, and then next on the list would be um, Philip. Jean Marie, Jean Marie, don't know how to say his last name, but we're gonna pick both. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's awesome. He's awesome. I mean, he's a really good actor. He's, he's. I, I mean, I, he's a dad now. It's great. Um, I just, I didn't know that he has two kids now, and he's, he's really good. He's a really good dad. Okay, and then the next one is Jessica Ray. Cute. I wish we could. Have, I wish we could have explored more of that. that oh, really? Yeah, I wish we could have explored that more. It's a kid show, so all I got was like a tap on the shoulder for the whole season. No love. Yeah. Oh goodness. Okay. Um. So the next one will be um, Allison Kipperman, I believe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I like her. I miss her. Um, she was my buddy, man. Her and I were like, she was like a dude. She was perfect for that role. She had like a G.I. Jane character on Taylor. Was, that's what was her character name. And she she did it really good. She was a really good actress. I learned a lot from her. Um, I wish I could, you know, find her. I always try to look for her on Facebook. If you find her, let her know. I'm looking for her. Just to say hi. You should, like I said, something so great, man. I definitely like to reminisce and do stuff like this every once in a while. And think back of something that was so cool. Comes and goes, you know? Comes and goes. Right. You're always stressed out. And you're working, you know, you have a job now. And 15, 16 hour days, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's over before you know it. It's a blink. And then you're left going, what was that? And then you push your mind. What was that? And then it's just uh, everything lasts funny it's a trick and it lasts for eternity it's like in, it's like it's, it's in it's done boom so I, I watched actually I watched a couple of episodes of Wild Force the other night on um, on um, I think you know Netflix I don't have that Netflix yeah I don't know um, but yeah I was on I was at her house and I was watching myself on there I was tripping out man I was tripping out on me as an actor like on my choices, as I chose as an actor, so it was, it was, it was, it was funny. It was like, I was even tripping on how CGI was, and that wasn't that long ago. It was like 2002. That's you would think that's not that long ago, but the CGI has got so much better. Like the new stuff that's gonna come out on Samurai. Oh man, you guys want? Oh, you guys, you know how we took this hiatus? I hate that, by the way. It's a break. Yeah. You know, we mm-hmm. have a group. You know, jeez. 
Gosh, I'm a fan too, man. Let me tell you. you know, I watch this, <laughs> you know, so I want to see it too. I'm over it. Fighting power? Gosh, I'll definitely, that'll be the first thing I saw that. I'm like, you got to change that. The whole five or six month rerun thing. What is that about? Kids are getting kids no more. They grew up. Yeah, what's going on here? Anyway, yeah. Um, sorry, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, let me see. You're the mentor, um, Anne Marie Crouch. She was nice. We had another princess. She was hot. We had another princess. I let her go because I guess she did some calendar spread. She didn't tell them about, and and they found her the calendar spread, and they thought it was to escape for the princess role. And, uh, wait, 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 wait. Hold, oh, hold the phone. Little... Time, wait. Time out. Time out. Hold the phone. <laughs> so, kind of a double standard there. They huh? found her little bits. Yeah. Okay. And for a calendar. Exactly. They got rid of her. her bits. But yeah, her you bits. got your groove on for a lot yeah. of ladies. And uh, they were like, yeah, you good. Right. That's why you can't end me through now. <laughs> not for her but I mean that girl was hot man she had like it going on right that's all I gotta say she was like a queen princess that's what I was looking at her as and then say they let her go man they let her go and then they got Emily and she's cool she's cool she did a good job I like her as, a, as an actress you know she's cool but uh yeah yeah yeah, if she ever listens to this, you better clean that up, cause uh, you, you better clean, clean it up. You better like she hot too. She's hot too. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that she's like a little Texas sweetheart. You know, I think she's from Texas, like Texas or somewhere south. But she's really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And she had like I said, she I didn't have many lines with her. That I didn't really work with her too much. We only had to do that little animarium scene. Other than that, she was with a whole other unit. So we never really had a chance to know each other. Um, is that weird? Maybe you could work together but not get to know each other. Spend all those hours. But mm-hmm. we're just busy. We're on one side, you're on the other side. It's crazy. But, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, were there... Was there anything that you would like to have changed with your character story-wise? Yeah, I wanted my character. Yeah, I, 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 I they wanted my character. Well, not they. I, I chose my character to play him. Like it was, he's like Tarzan. You know, grew up in Tarzan, kid in the jungle, and to come to like to come to the mainland, so to speak, or civilization would be a, like a baby, you know, like everything is the first time, every time. So like, yep, so when I'm going into like the library with, you know, Jessica Ray, White Ranger, and show me books or the computer and the internet, everything, I try to play it the first time. And, you know, looking back at it, as an, as an actor, and I've gotten better, and I'm older, other than like, man, I could have pulled it back a little bit. I felt like that some scenes, Throughout the course of the series, I overacted. I just need being real self-critical, and me being, you know, um, an actor, or I could, you know, look outside myself and go, okay, that was kind of like over overacting there. That was kind of like I don't really mm-hmm. believe it. So yeah, a couple of times during the series, I definitely caught myself overacting, or I felt like it was just like overly done. I could have pulled it back, you know. 
Justin's, you know, good because it's already done. So you just have to take it for what it's worth. But it's still funny. Like, like I said, that's what I was tripping out about the other day. I was like, oh, man, it's crazy. I think I saw, I think I went ahead and I saw that, like, Saturday night, over after Saturday night's Morphicon, day one, because I went there again on day two, or day three, which is Sunday. I didn't go on Friday. Right, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. I'm glad I can go for it. I no, do it's that. okay. Uh, it's cool. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Um, but no, actually, I wanted to. It's good to hear that you were able to. You're able to watch yourself, your older, your younger self, older self, your younger self, um, on Wild Force, and be able to critique what you feel like was too um, over the top. Because if there were to be one particular criticism that has been on the message boards, would be that. So it's good that you can see that and you know be like okay well you know and if you know from now on we'll play stuff a little differently i'm gonna be you know maturing my craft all that good stuff yeah and, and that's actually gonna be, yeah that was actually gonna be one of my questions was like because you said you were getting more into social networking and stuff like that and like yeah. like how has been because you know there's some hardcore fans like they'll tell you exactly what they like but they'll also tell you exactly what they don't like you know if you really go into like people's like message boards and stuff like that like have you seen you know some negative stuff and like how did you react to that you know i don't even remember talking you know how i was saying back in the day there was no fan forums that i knew about because i wasn't into the whole myspace slash computer thing you know, in 2002 right. it's just you know i don't know what i was into but i just wasn't into that so the only type of, like, fan mail I got was, like, filtered mail. They already pre-opened my letters, read them, make sure it was, like, good, and then gave them to me. So all you got was, like, one side. I thought I was doing a good job, but apparently, like, growing up and then going and reading, I didn't really start looking at the forums from Wild Force until Samurai, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I never asked. Wild Force ended, my job was done, I just moved on with my life. I didn't really know you guys, first of all, at Morphicon, it was amazing. I didn't know you guys cared about me that much, first of all. So I never went to any of the Morphicons. And then, two, like, I didn't I didn't go because how the, the series, I felt, was, like, just tossed aside. We didn't get a reunion episode after ours ended. Like, every other season gets a reunion where they team up with the current season. Like, we didn't get a chance to go to New Zealand. They fly us to New Zealand to do like uh, Ninja Storm, you know, where we do a two part like everyone else does. Mm. So I just was really, what, what was my year Wild Force? Was it like a filler until they go to New Zealand? So, with, like I said earlier, how everybody was uh, kind of acting weird that worked for, you know, the production and the staffing. We, we were treated like crap, to be honest, you know, compared to other shows, I'm sure how they would treat you, you know, as talent. You know but what would they? But what would they? How would they treat you like crap? Like what would they? Would they say stuff to you? Would they do anything? Yeah. Yeah, they would. Um, um, we had no opinion. We had no say. We had no like. Uh, like if they did, they didn't care. You know, they, they don't do that. Like stupid things like clothing or your hair stuff that 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 aren't huge. Like, hey, is it okay if you know? Uh, I get you know that risk that I my character was cool. That risk that thousands of guys right in front of you, right? It's and they only have chat one. You're like, whoa, that's crazy. Why wouldn't I? That's a big deal. Why is there a conflict? And then they would just go ahead and just 
yell at you like that. Like, I'm 21 year old man, you're gonna yell at me like you're my mom. It was just the wildest experience for me. I was just like, wow. To the point where I didn't care, I just let him just, you know, do your thing. Just, you know, dress me. I wouldn't even, <laughs> I didn't say what. I just let him, you know, I just realized that it was not, it was, they were just transferring their negative thinking out on us. And I realized why, because they were losing their jobs. A lot of them have families. A lot of them, you know, were out for 10 years. So, you know, we just had to deal with it. Oh, I'm, I was backing up. What, you, you were asking me a question, though? I'm, you were, I, I didn't answer that. I'm sorry. What was the question, though? Oh, you were saying uh, something. Yeah, it was just, just about, like, what what people say, you know, about Cole or about, you know, the show yeah, in general, that's, that's, like, negative stuff. Yeah. I started by going to, um, once I was, like, preparing for uh, Samurai, I wanted to get caught up, man. With what I was missing, I caught up with the storyline, so I hit up all the forums, I found different chats and stuff. I just said, man, if I'm staying along, I'm sorry, I'm new to the game of the internet and all that was. So, but I found them, and I read some of the old school stuff, I was like, wow, wow, this is humbling, wow, this is crazy, because I thought I killed it, I thought I murdered the show, you know, myself. But, guess I didn't, guess I didn't, so, guess I didn't do it. You know, so like uh, like I said, I was very humbling. And it was great to read it. I I had a chance to read a lot of them, and I um, found myself reading the hate and not reading all the love. You feel me? Started finding right. just all the hate, and really just like I really embraced it, man. And I don't know, I don't know, like if like if you could believe that or not, but I really did embrace it. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. I'm like, that this first of all exists. And where was I? How come I wasn't ever reading this show? And I was doing great to read this during the show. I like, I've changed it. But, you know, like, everything's a lesson. And when I read all that stuff, I realized that I am a professional because I can handle that. And I, and I can still do me. I can still do it. And, and it's not going to, like, destroy you. So that's when I realized, to be honest with you guys, that's when I realized I'm a pro, is when you could still take negative criticism and and and, and it's, look at it as it's just being, it's not like a personal, it's just their opinion, and they're entitled to it, and completely, completely entitled to it. I can't make everyone love me, you know? So... Yeah, I, I read it all, dude, and I completely, I completely, like, love it, <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> That's actually really cool, because, I don't know, I, I can imagine some actors reading some of that stuff and just being, like, you know, like, not having as good of a reaction. Like, I said, what? You know? In New Zealand, and they were asking you, how do you deal with this? Like the the kids, you know, when they were reading, because they were really in, they're in that whole generation of multimedia. I, I'm sorry, um, the Social world media. that we're in. Yeah. And I'm about 33, man. They're like 2021. 20, so there's a gap right there, right? So they would ask me, you know, yo, how do you deal with the hate? Because they knew about reading. They read it too. And I just told them, I mean, I was lucky. I would tell them, I'm telling you, first of all, I was lucky not to have, been, have this access. They, I, they filtered my stuff. I, I didn't know that I was doing bad. They didn't love it. So I didn't have that, that hate out there. I didn't have to read it. So I told them, I, I told them, you, you really can't care. You really can't. Or else, 
you know, that was messed you up. This was, I really shared to them that's what being a pro is. I told them what I just told you. And individually, I think they either took it or they didn't. But I do know that they've all grown, man, as actors on Samurai specifically. You know, they've all, like, as, as they get to know their character, their acting becomes better. It's more slice of life. And you could tell by the Super Samurai season, you know, they've all, like, they got their character. They're all a lot better than, say, from the first episode. I know my first episode of Wild Force. I was, whew, horrible. Horrible. <laughs> was, like one of the worst ones. But, <laughs> you know, I'm, not, I'm not laughing. Look, I am not laughing at you. It's just good to hear where, like, an actor can see, you know, like, where they feel like they had flaws, you know, because there's so many... There's so many people that we talk to that, you know, w- like like Tristan said, wouldn't be able to read all that negative stuff and take it all in or wouldn't be able to, like, criticize themselves and see, oh, okay, well, I did hear, you know, I could have done that a little differently. So it's good to hear, honestly. I would laugh out loud. I would, I would stay at some home that they were cooking in in New Zealand and I would last one after work and I would just sit there scrolling on my laptop and go, man, there's some of them were Funny man, some people were great writers. They would destroy me. I mean, Jesus, Christ. <laughs> and I would just laugh, man, because dude, that is masterful. How they just put those word syllables together in that order, just, da, 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 da. you know, just like it, you know, like I said, it was. Uh, I needed that, man. I needed that. Uh, like I said, it's humbling, um, and at the same time, it's the truth. It's it's the other side. It's the balance. You, you need that, man, in this business. If you think you don't care, if you don't think you don't care, you know, like, you do. And and once you, because even I thought I, I didn't care until I read it. And I realized I said, I do care. And then that's when I had to make that change. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you, you do care, but once it's out there like that, it's the worst of ever. It won't be that bad ever again. So then you're free. Mm-hmm. You know? And, that you know you're like all right cool taking words so then after that you really are like i said you're free and after that you can just now i know what they're looking for with decker i did the opposite i was glad that cool wasn't decker because then i would have to play you know even with my pitch i changed my pitch of voice you know with decker i'm we're down here i'm like down here <laughs> yeah, yeah. talking my head you know down in my throat uh-huh. you know and changed everything about him well with Cole he was up here you know and and I don't know I, I like the fact going back to the show so glad I, I got a chance to first of all knowing about the dancing world and such is lucky just to work as an actor period so and going back and and not being Cole I could be a whole other character man I went dark I was thinking you know like the Joker you know I was thinking I was trying to play the Joker with a little bit of the, the dark night, you know, a little both in one, you know, I wanted the, the fans to both love him and hate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So when, and, so when they, I'm sorry, when they told you that you'll be playing Decker, um, were you first thinking that Cole was Decker? Yeah, you know, it took a minute because all the my bosses are in New Zealand, you know, so it's just like impossible to. To communicate because of the 18 or 15 hour time difference. So I had a lot of questions when I, you know, I booked it. 
soon as I knew I booked her, all right, let's run with this. Let me give me my information. Give me everything I need. I wasn't getting anything. They had me wait for like weeks. So I didn't know what to do with my mind. I was just like, man, do I play like this? How do I run with this? This is a waste of my, this is a waste of weeks that I could be preparing for this. You know, so I decided just to go play it both ways. I went, I was going to play the Decker and Cole, and when I got there, I started acting. It still didn't tell me what way to go with it. That's how wild it was. So I started basically playing it as Decker, and when I finally saw my superiors, the guy who make the, like, the decision, like the executive producer, Jonathan Cooler, you know, those type of guys, I go, yo, I'm like, you want me to play Go as Decker because I've been playing him. Chick Daly, I've been playing them both ways. He's like, yeah, I saw. He's like, that's good. He's like, thank you very much. We don't know yet. <laughs> and then later he came back to me. He goes, he's like, he's like, I don't play Decker as Cole. There is no more Cole. He's like, you're a new character. So we just went with that. And um, there was many times then where I had to pull back because they kept telling me, this is a kid show, you know, don't forget. Like, this is a kid show. And I played Decker hard, man. You guys are going to be so loving this. Like, when this hiatus is done and we start picking up these new episodes for the Super Samurai stuff, Red Ranger and I get. Oh, what do you want to I'll tell you guys. You guys are going to be. That's what we do. All I to say is us. There's no. We don't have no uh, stand in, no stunt on what we did on our stunt. And that's real fire, by the way. And you're about to see on last. On, on, that's why you guys too much. We don't use CGI. We use some real fire. And you understand when what the fire is talking about when you watch the show. But um, it gets it gets it gets pretty interesting. It gets really 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 good. You know, um, I'm really proud of it, man. I'm really really proud of the, uh, what we did. We all worked really hard on it, and we really wanted to make um, Nickelodeon proud of buying the the franchise and, and taking it because a lot of other companies didn't know what to do with it, you know? So Nickelodeon really embraced it. And, dude, we have, like, 170 million viewers, like, just in the United States. That's right, American Idol status. That's, we destroy it. We destroy it in ratings. It's like Nickelodeon's number one show. It's been on for, like, 20 years. I mean, this is, like, American pop culture. I'm glad to be a part of it. I can't believe sometimes I am when I watch it. I'm like, man, this is so crazy. The convention, you guys, will continue to go. I didn't know, like you said, I didn't know. Uh, I'm going to continue to go because I didn't know, like, if you guys loved me, if you guys really cared for me. So now that I know that this, that there's so much love, man, I got so much love there. It was, like, ongoing. It must have shaken a thousand hands. That's all. And every single one was love. I didn't get not one negative person at all. It was wild. And I mentioned that when people were waiting in line, people waited for three hours to meet me. That was amazing. I'd never felt this before. I would continue to go to every Morphicon I could go to until I'm dead. You know? And, and, and I promise you, everybody that I'll continue to go and answer as many questions as I can and be part of it. Because now that I know you guys care, then, you know, I'll definitely be there. Like I said, man, I didn't know. Season 10, Wild Force was a great experience, but in a way, I felt like it was just a season that could have been done so much better. So much better. Not by the actors. I think we killed it. We had good actors, man. We all killed it. 
talking about like from the production standpoint, post production, editing sound. We were like having filler guys coming in and going. There was nothing, nothing like that was to me good enough. So I, I do have like issues with the Wild Forest time, but mm-hmm. other than that, I'm a fan of the series. And if they want me to come back for a third round, uh, I'll definitely love to do it. Definitely love to do it. And we'll see if this time they haven't caught on to the stripping. <laughs> Would you come back as Cole? <laughs> I'd like to come back as Cole, man. Like, uh, if I had a chance, I want, I want, I want like Decker and Cole to come on the same time. I want them to be on the same screen. Like, I want to be able to you know, make that happen if possible. Do one scene and then with you know CGI with that magic, you know, movie magic, they could just make me talk yeah. to myself. <laughs> That'd be good. You know why fight yourself. You know why I want Decker to fight Zenaku or something like that. I mean, Merrick from Wild Forest is right. like. I, mean, I want. Yeah, we, for, we forgot about him. I am so sorry. Like, what is? Um, oh my gosh! Is there another Philip? Philip? An- uh, Philip Andrew? That's his name. Oh Lord! I feel so bad. <laughs> so, do you keep in contact with him or or anything? No, man, another, another guy that just, you know, it's just wild. You, like I said, man, like, you, we were just together for a year, and, and let, let alone what about people from, like, first time to Bella, we worked together for, like, 10 years, and then they don't talk anymore. So can you imagine when you're only together for a year and you don't talk? Of course, it's more likely. You know, it just is what it is. We work together, and eventually we try to stick together, but shit happens in our lives that we get all caught up in, and we think it's big or not, and... I wish him well. I don't know what he's doing. I haven't even looked him up on Facebook, but you definitely have. Like you, you maybe remember him too, man. I got to holler at him. I like that name, Merrick. I, I even since that name, Merrick. If I, I don't have no kids, but if I ever did have kids, I would name them Merrick Ricardo Medina. <laughs> but oh, man, I was just I just sounds sick. Merrick, that's a cool beautiful name too. By the way, if I ever have another child. I'll name the other child Cole. I don't know about Ricardo Medina in the middle, but I think Cole and Mary both teenagers are awesome. I really like them. Decker too, why not? Why not just keep it in family? Why not? Why not? <laughs> keep, keep it in the family. Uh, so yeah, how, come, how come no more Ricardo Medina Jr. as your stage name? How right, come? Right, yeah. um, because I felt... That's a good question. Um, I felt that I was only going out for Hispanic roles and um, these roles, when I would work for them, remember how I was telling you guys, uh, like, man, at this point, I don't like to go out for everything. Because I've gone out for, and I go out for these roles, and I get there, and they turn to my face, oh, you know, you don't have a dialect. Or, oh, yeah, because they assume if you have a, a Medina name, that you might have a dialect, a, that little Spanish thing, you know, how they have that little speech dialect, that little thing at the end, I'm trying to say. And I don't have that. And... I decided to go with Rick Medina or, you know, like, like Andy Garcia, his real name is Alejandro Garcia, or even, like, you know, people have to somehow, I have to just basically kind of work the system. So I decided to go with Rick, so I found like I could be, like, half white, half Hispanic, because I kind of look like it anyway. I could try to get myself more work, so people don't, I thought that might help. 
as far as me not being pigeonholed and only going out for just Latin roles. Because that's all I was going out for. Like, I wasn't going out for, I wasn't able to even compete for any Caucasian roles because people were looking at my name as, and, and assuming things without getting to know me or hear me. So that's why I decided to do it. And I don't know if it worked or didn't work, who knows. It was just a decision I decided to go with. And um, I don't know, man. Just, uh, What's your ethnic figured, background? I'm Puerto Rican, 100%. 100%. Okay. Yeah. You were born here or you were born in Puerto Rico? Born in uh, California, SoCal. Yeah. Okay. I guess an IMDb is wrong. I'm not Brazilian. <laughs> My dad's not a Brazilian. I'm not 36. I'm 33. I'm not born in San Diego. That's a trip. All that stuff. I, you I see, that's why that. I have to ask you because I can't. I mean, I'm reading IMDb. I don't. I mean, there's only too many different things. Let me just ask you. Full Puerto Rican. Your parents were born there. My mom and dad are both born in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, one percent. And um, yeah. So all that stuff is wrong. If I could change it, I would, man. But it's concrete. It's from concrete. So I don't know how someone did that. Like you can't change it. I'm like, what do you mean you can't change it? That's not me. But I've tried so many times to write them letters and stuff and call them, and they can't. It's the weirdest thing. You know, I was. You can't I was change IMDb. What do you mean? I can't modify it. I can't. I can't fix what's there. I can't put that I'm not Brazilian. That I'm not in San Diego. It's so weird. Yeah, we'll work on that. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so um, yes. So before we go. Um, what are you working, what are you working on now? Anything that you, you said you're, you're currently a personal trainer. So anything else that you're working on that you like the fans to know? Right now, I am not doing anything as far as the business is concerned. I'm still kind of just living my life and waiting for that right role. When I, when there's good stuff, I, I get it. You know, I read also the crap and, um, I'm, I'm like I said, man, I want to do a motion picture. I don't really want to do daytime. You know, I don't really want to do um, uh, major networks. Or if I were to do a show, I would probably want to do a show like um, like on, on HBO or, you know, something that's, like, that's pushing the envelope. You know, uh, I just don't watch a lot of television shows. I watch more like Discovery Channel and Science Channel. And like, you know, I'm going to like, documentaries and stuff like that uh, but if I could do something now but I'm trying to get into mo- major motion pictures and that's the hardest thing to break into man major motion pictures because when they're making a 200 million dollar film they're not going to hire me uh, with no enough not enough credits to lead the film they're going to hire you know Leo they're going to hire a major actor that's bankable that they know people will pay you know $13 a head to go see you know, and it's so hard to break in that I, after playing Decker, you guys, I decided to just take myself out of the leading man category and, and try to play character roles and play like the bad guy against Tom Cruise instead of trying to beat Tom Cruise. Trying to like, you know, play, take him out. And you know what I'm trying to say? Good luck. I'd rather play, I think I have a niche where I could play a dark villain roles. You know, terrorists, assassins, you know, the bad guy. 
So I've been really just talking to my, you know, my represent my representation and having them look for those character roles. And that what that does it actually limits my work even more because now I'm being specific. No, I don't want to be in that anymore. I want our character roles. So I'm I'm getting real specific, limiting my chances. But man, I'm 33. I've been in this business for half my life, literally. You know, like I just want to do roles that are really going to stimulate me. And um, I felt that that would be the best chance for me to break into major motion pictures is doing my like, character work. So I started doing that. And then I've been uh, trying to hit the whole Nickelodeon um, um, family. I've been trying to get on like Legends of Korra and shows like that, man, doing some ADR work. I'm, I'm really trying my hardest to really like, work that out with different um, shows because I think I have a lot of experience, a lot of log hours um, in that, that box, you know, doing ADR, shooting voiceover stuff. So it's a great, it's a great career. You can make really good money and wear your sweats like you all know. And I, that, that's where I see myself right now. This is trying to break in, getting on a Nickelodeon-based show and playing a couple character character voices. And in the meantime, waiting for Power Rangers to call me one more time. And finally, what would you like to say to fans, even the not so fans? (laughs) What are your final thoughts to them? Well, love me or hate me, it's all good. I love you guys all. I understand it, first of all. And uh, secondly, yeah, I mean, um, be yourselves, you guys. Be yourselves. Never give up. And. Living the now. Living the now. That's all I got to say. Thank you very much for you guys' time. This is the, my first real extended interview in a long time. I'm doing very much with these. So I hope you guys are happy with what you guys got. And um, all the Power Ranger fans out there, I love you guys all. Thank you so much for all the support. Um, and your words are wise, you guys. Thank you. Well, thank you for doing this. Thank you so much. And, and this could be on the record, by the way. And if anybody didn't like me on the show or anything, um, that's their problem. I'm never going to, like, hinder my performance or stop my performance or slow down. You know what I mean? Like, for anybody. Um, you know what I'm trying to say? So yeah, I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, like, who didn't like you then? I'm talking about anybody who didn't. No one had the balls to come to my face and tell me anything. I'm trying to show you. Like, if anybody didn't like me, then mm-hmm. that, that's what I'm about. Like, it's, I'm, not, I'm not bothered. I'm okay. Like I said, man, like, I can't make everybody happy. I know I do have a lot of fans. I know I have a lot of haters as well. But as far as the castmates, I had nothing bad to say to anybody. I'm professional. I'm able to keep stuff in-house. If some people can or choose not to, that's completely up to them. I don't ever stoop to that. It's not my style. And, like, I'll always keep stuff that happens in-house, in-house, you know? And if you want to ask them stuff about me and they tell you dirt, that's more than, that's great. That's great. And but I, I'm talking about, I'll never deny nothing. I don't, I don't lie. 
So, you know, to be like when I was working on Wild Force, I got along with everybody. There was times where I'm sure everybody pissed me off. I pissed them off. But uh, I would never throw anybody under the bus like some people have to me. You know? Um, but what can you do? You know? Uh-huh. No, I mean, it's just, I mean, you said other people threw you under the bus. I mean, I mean, yeah. like, did they throw you on the bus publicly? Did they end up the bus privately? I mean. People do it. Yeah, I've seen people throw me under the bus both ways. Um, but like I said, it's just, what can you do, you know? What can you do? There's nothing you can do about it. People are entitled to their opinions. And um, I feel like, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's really is. It's okay. 